everybody. Welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue issue retrospective on Nintendo Power magazine. You're listening to March 1996, and I am your host, Ben. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. Hey. And we've got Super Mario RPG preview on the cover. But before we get into that, I'd like to introduce our guests. You know them, you love them. Our first guest is repeat customer Ivan. Hello, Welcome to the show. And our, Thank you. our second back. guest here, first time on the podcast, longtime fan or not, uh, we've got Dylan. <laughs> Hello. How's it going? Woo-hoo. It's going good. I'm glad I got invited to the show and could come uh, All right. and join and, it. Uh, and what is, what is your claim to fame in regards to the, to the podcast, Dylan? So my claim to fame is, for the most part, I reached Ben was questioning what he can do with these magazines, and I said, "Why don't you make a, a, a podcast, magazine by magazine?" And so behold, here comes here's the podcast. All right. <clears throat> Gentlemen, ladies, if you're out there, this man is responsible for all of this coming together. He would be claim to fame or claim to, to shame. That's for sure. <laughs> Claim to blame. (laughs) Thank you, Dylan. Fuck you. Thank you. He's the reason that we have the taste test with Ivan and the reason we have the graveyard ship with Sheldon. So responsible for all this mess. So you can send you can send all your hate mail to. So uh, have you been following the show at all? (laughs) Yeah, I I do. I don't catch catch them all, but I do catch one every once in a while. Yes. I had no idea. I was literally throwing that out there. Um, no, I do. Have, uh, did you have a subscription to Nintendo Power back in the day? I, I think I like. I think I remember like they they gave like the first four issues or something free, and then you had to add in. I did that, and I did buy buy a couple issues because you know I played the game, so I wanted you know to figure out how to go through. But I've never had a full subscription okay. now. Um, and were you a Super Nintendo guy or a Genesis fan? I well, I owned a Genesis, but I did enjoy Super Nintendo because my friend had one, and I'd go to over his house and play it all right the time. On. So I played both. So uh, we're going to dig in first here, because uh, Dylan can't stay that long. We're going to dig into the Nintendo Power 1995 Awards first. So if you're following along at home. He, com- he comes up with the idea for the podcast, doesn't <laughs> listen to it. Yeah, it's on the podcast he created. I can't stick around. Then. Jesus. <laughs> it's a three-hour commitment. Give him a break. That, that's the issue is the three-hour commitment. <laughs> this guy has to get up at like, you know, five in the morning, get to work at six. And I, and I'm a new he father. Is, he's so give me a break. Well, actually, oh, that he's like good for you. a year old now. Are you going to ignore that creation too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's why I'm talking to you right now. I am not. <laughs> that's a- well. Poor kids cry in the other room, probably. <laughs> Just make them and leave them. That's that's the deal. That's what I do with all my creations. That's what yes. should have happened with Mike. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, his parents stuck around, and now we're stuck with this. All right. Um, so, oh, Nintendo God. Power Awards. Uh, we're gonna dig into this, and um, so we're gonna, gonna go through all the categories here. Ivan, our intern, has been gracious enough to be able to record all answers. And next, <coughs> uh, <laughs> we will be seeing who got the closest. So, 
This isn't about picking favorites, although you can do that. This is about trying to predict what the voters of the time would, would pick. So if you're familiar with this time period in, in history, 1995 was an okay year for video games. 1996, not so much for Super Nintendo. So the rest uh, of the episode is, uh, let's just say, does not have the cream of the crop as far as games go, except for some previews out there. So without further ado, Mike, what's our first category for the Nintendo Power 1995 Awards? sound the bleat the beeps the sweeps and the creeps of yesteryear have been replaced by synthesized orchestras digital sampling and stereo surround sound games have never sounded better and the nominees are donkey kong country 2 chrono trigger my pick killer instinct earthworm jim 2 syndicate and the adventures of batman and robin <laughs> man how did that make the top six know. there had to be better sound yeah. games Who's going to go next? All right. So, anyway, so Mike, pick Chrono, Chrono Trigger. Trigger was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ivan, what do you got? I'm going DKC. Okay. Dylan. I'm going to go with Killer Instinct. I am going to go uh, with Chrono Trigger as well. Mm-hmm. I can honestly say I've never even heard of Chrono Trigger. So oh. <laughs> oh, one of the best RPGs that ever came out, period. Still holds up. Got a re-release on Steam this year. Wow. Still holding strong. So, you know, you missed out big time. All right. The man's got to get back to his kid, Mike. Let, let's move you on. You know who else released on Steam? <laughs> that Harvey Weinstein fellow. Hi-oh! <laughs> oh! He released a lot of yes. things, I understand. Uh, some movies, too. All right. Best graphics. It, number one, Toy Story. Number two, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Number three, Donkey Kong Country 2, Earthworm Jim 2, Batman Forever, Warrior Land for Virtual Boy, and Killer Instinct. Mike, who do you got? I'm going to say Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island, huh? All right. Ivan? I'm going to second that. Yoshi's Island was a great looking game. Yeah. You know, graphics don't have to necessarily mean like realistic, just, you know, what looked excellent. I'm going to go with Toy Story because it looked a lot like the movie. All right. That's oh, true. Oh, gosh, this is a hard one. I'm going to have to go with Yoshi's Island as well. Oh, I'm uh, It was. <laughs> I think you guys know something I, I don't know. I looked ahead, I swear. It's this honor system. <laughs> you don't actually win anything with this, so <laughs> if you wanted to cheat, you just cheat yourself. Mike, what's the next one? Oh, the best story. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making hey, that up. That's going to be the next one. Okay. Number one on the list. The next is Syndicate. Oh, Dragon the Bruce Lee story. What the fuck? How bad was 1995? Not good. Not good. Oh, and then Chrono Trigger and Earthbound. Like, you've got three garbage games and then two absolute smashing classics. Uh, Chrono Trigger and Earthbound. This is this is Sophie's choice right here. Uh, Chrono Trigger. Um, 
Chrono Trigger had like such a, a replayable game, like you could replay it 15 times, like literally had 15 endings in the game. But uh, I guess I got to give it to Earthbound simply because you beat the game by praying to abort a space baby. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Now I, now I have no reason to play it. You mother. Spoilers. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 20 year spoilers. <laughs> Don't you know spoilers are at last 25 years? Yeah. <laughs> Statute of limitations is run out. That's right. Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Earthbound for best story, but Chrono Trigger is a very close second. Okay. What about you guys? One down for Scooby-Doo. Got it. (laughs) Yeah, put him down for Syndicate and everything. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Earthbound as well. I have a feeling it's a Nintendo, Nintendo fan favorite. That's my guess. Especially since it's being by Nintendo. I'm going to go contrary. I'm going to go nice. Chrono Trigger. Not a bad pick. I'm not going to argue with no that. One. I'll go with I'll go with okay, Earthbound. I'll go with Bruce Lee. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't you do over Bruce Lee. <laughs> the final oh. the final boss of the Bruce Lee story is a giant aspirin. Scooby Doo says Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Oh. Zoinks. Okay. Best challenge. Uh, so this is physical challenges and there are mental challenges. The following selection of worthy titles offer both kinds, often within the same game. Donkey Kong Country 2, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Killer Instincts, Mortal Kombat 3, PTO 2, and Metal Warriors. Metal Warriors? Oh my gosh. <laughs> PTO 2 is the return of time off, paid time off. <laughs> you get your second paid time off. Is that a challenge? Year? I guess. I guess if you work all the time, and you don't want to take time off. I guess it could be a challenge. No. I work employers. Point. It actually view. stands for Pacific Theater Operations. Theater of Operations. It's like a mm. Nobunaga's Ambition style type game. For World War Two. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. I'd have to say the challenge would probably go to that, just trying to figure out how to play the fucking thing. What do all those numbers mean? Well, I want to, let's hear reverse order. Dylan, what's your what's your pick here for best challenge? I would I would actually go off the board here because I did a little Uh-oh. research, and I would I personally would go with Bust a Move because I love that game, one of my favorite games. You're doing it right, okay? But right. I'm gonna go with Mortal Kombat three. Okay, Ivan, what do you got? I'm going Donkey Kong Country. Then. All right. That game was good, but tough. That's a good call. Yeah. Okay, best challenge. I'm going to go with Killer Instinct. Mike, what do you got? Uh, best play control. Hold on, you didn't pick your best challenge. What? <laughs> you were I started that about one. PTO2? Uh, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, well, put all me right. down for that. Like, I, I just think like it's going to be like the hardest right, game to me. play. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't saying it was like a good game, yeah, just like the hardest fine. thing to no do. No going to vote for that. That's fine. All right. Let's hear about the next section. <laughs> <laughs> play control. Play control is critical to a player's and game success. NHL 96, Mega Man X2, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Killer Instinct, Wario Land, and Donkey Kong Country 2. Wario Land for Virtual Boy. Thank you very much. All right. Let's hear from Ivan first this time. 
I'm going Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island. Okay. Uh, let's see. Best play control. Gosh, I always want to give it to the Mega Man games in these ones. Um, uh, this is mm. tough. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with Yoshi's Island as well. And then Dylan, what's yours? I'm going with Yoshi Island. Mike? Yoshi's Island. Mm, Next sweet. section category is best epic game. Sims and hybrid games that combine RPG, adventure, and sim elements are gaining popularity in the U.S. while RPGs are gaining more depth and complexity. So they can't commit this as saying RPGs. They have to use a different term. So here are your uh, options here. Chrono Trigger, Ogre Battle, Earthbound, The Secret of Evermore, and Civilization. Mike, let's hear from you first. Chrono Trigger. I want to say Earthbound, but Chrono Trigger is just a bit more epic on scale. Like From where it begins to how it ends, it's, it's the clear winner. Uh, I'm going to go with Earthbound. I ain't mad at that. That's Dylan? good, too. I'm going to go with Civilization. Nice. All right. I'm going to round us out with Chrono. Okay. Mike, next category. Best Tournament Fighter. Though there were fewer releases in this category than last year, fighting games account for a sizable chunk of the video game market. Ah, Mortal Kombat 3, Killer Instinct, Dragon the Bruce Lee Story, Weapon Lord... WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. That is a mouthful. Just say WrestleMania. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Justice League Task Force. Nice. Look at Dylan bringing the funny. Depends on the mouth, I guess. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll say Mortal Kombat 3 for me. Like, it's just a big name that, you know, no one's playing Killer Instinct 5. <laughs> All right, Ivan. <laughs> I'm going to go Mortal Kombat Dylan? 3 as well. I will go Mortal Kombat I'm going to be contrarian and say Killer Instinct. It's got to be one of those. Yeah. My heart says Weapon Lord. My brain says Killer Instinct. Not WWF WrestleMania, the arcade no, game? Not so much. Not this version. <laughs> <laughs> Bust a move. It's on right. here. All right. Oh, I'm, I'm looking Best ahead. sports game title. So we have NHL... Moving on, best puzzle game. <laughs> None of the above for Mike. Okay. Let's, NHL 96. Tech, we got a guess here. Come on. This is worth a potential point. NHL 96. Tecmo Super Bowl 3. Final edition. International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. NFL Quarterback Club 96. Frank Thomas Big Hurt Baseball for Game Boy. And Golf for Virtual Boy. Let's hear. Uh, I'll do it first, actually. I'm going to pick. Um, I'll do NHL 96. Dylan, let's hear from you. Uh, I like one and two. I'm going to go with Tecmo Super Bowl three, the final edition. Ivan? I'm going Tecmo as well. And Mike? Uh, NHL 96. I thought you were going to abstain from voting. Good. <laughs> that was a good one. I'm Canadian, so I'm going to throw it to the hockey game. Why didn't we ever see like an NHL jam? That would have been freaking great. <laughs> you just throw the super puck across the ice and just let like melt the yeah, ring. How, what would the announcer losing the? <laughs> He's on fire, eh? He's on ice, eh? 
You guys lost in the Olympics. Come on, man. It's American game now. Oh, 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 oh. oh. eat it. That stings. It's quiet for the first time. I love it. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna do the next puzzle game, Mike, or should I do it? Uh, uh, you did sports, so I'll do the puzzle. Developers have been trying for years to come up with the next Tetris. Do you think that any of these this year could challenge the king of the puzzlers? And we got Bust a Move, Kirby's Avalanche, Zoop, Mario's Picross, and Tetris Blast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. really. I think there's I, one clear. I think I there's only one go. clear winner here. Uh, uh, Tetris. Tetris Blast. <laughs> Tetris let, Blast. Let him, let him vote. He doesn't know it's one game. All right, all right, fine. You, you changed my mind. Kirby. Oh, okay. Kirby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirby. Right. Okay. Dylan. <laughs> all right, fuck it. No, no, no. Final answer. <laughs> Dylan. I'll go Zoop. Um, um, I think I already gave this away. My One of my favorite games of all time, Bust a Move. Mike? Bust a move. I'll also choose Bust a Move. There, there, there's some, like there's two hip hop songs here. <laughs> come on, come on, everybody, and Bust a Move and Zoop, baby, Zoop, baby, Zoop, Zoop, doop, doop, doop. I've never even heard of Mario's Pie Cross because it's it's barely a Mario of game, and it just literally has his face up in the corner. Okay, it's Fair. I mean, there's nothing Mario about it. Mario, Mar- it's Mario's cheesy licensing property. Zoop. Dr. Mark was their puzzle game like this, but Pie yeah, Cross was like popular in Japan. It's like one of those newspaper type games. Uh, Zoop is like the game Snake, except not. It's terrible looking. Um, Tetris Blast. It does Tetris with bombs on Game Boy. I played that. Kirby's Avalanche. I don't remember that one. But uh, anyways. All right. Best multiplayer game, Tecmo Super Bowl Three: The Final Edition, Killer Instinct, Dirt Tracks, FX, Metal Warriors, NHL '96, and Mortal Kombat Three. Mike, let's hear from you. Uh, Mortal Kombat Three. I'm gonna go with Killer Instinct again. Dylan. Mortal Kombat Three. All right, and Ivan. And we'll round us out All with right, Killer Instinct. Okay. Mike, next category. Most innovative game in the era of been there, done that gameplay. Some developers continue to push the creative envelope beyond its previous limits and change the way we have fun. Oh, I couldn't agree with that more. And our contestants are Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Earthbound, Ogre Battle, The Ignition Factor, and what was that game? And Kirby's Dream Course. The ignition factor. So, okay. <laughs> that sounds that, like a night after Taco rate? Tuesday when you go to use the toilet. Do they <laughs> do they eat spiders in that game? Uh, <laughs> they burn them with jet fuel. Uh, uh, you know, as much as I want to give it to Super Mario World Two, I gotta say Earthbound because again, you beat the game by praying for an abortion. <laughs> like as as a Catholic, that is just like the biggest. That is the biggest tail-eating snake of all. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with uh, Kirby's Dream Course. The reason why I picked that is it's basically uh, like putt-putt golf, mini golf, but you use Kirby as your ball. 
<laughs> Why does he put up with that? That's innovative. It is. Okay. It's like 3D. You you give you give Kirby a concussion across the field. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I'm going. I'm going with uh, the well-known ignition factor. <laughs> All right, just threw that one away. Mm. A, well, some, someone's here for the popularity contest. We, we got a Jill Stein fan in the house. Watch out! <laughs> All right, Ivan. I voted for Raphael. So Cruz. So come on. Good for. Thanks for wasting your vote. Raphael is in the Ninja Turtle. Nice. Yes. No, he's talking about Rafael Cruz, the guy who's complaining about some Democrat changing his name to sound more popular. Yes. All right, we didn't get Ivans. Yeah, as uh, appealing as playing with Kirby's balls <laughs> sounds, I think I'm going to go Yoshi's Island. All the picks. Uh, all right, best based rather than playing rather than playing with balls, you want to go with the big swallower. <laughs> It's the one where he spits out his children yeah. people. That's the one. You take, you take eggs of other Yoshis and you spit them out of people. I'm not joking. All right. He's no, throwing his own abortions at people. You shit them out, then you throw them oh, at Oh, that's right. You have to poop them out yeah. first. My bad. Yeah, that, That's right. Of course, you eat poop first. I mean, the other would just be disgusting. I mean, yeah. All right. Best game based on a movie. We have uh, Judge Dredd, <laughs> True Lies, Adam's oh, Family Values, Stargate, Make it stop. and you haven't Toy stopped. Story. Oh, finally stopped. All right. So which, is, which one of these is the least worst? Least worst game adaptation. Dylan, you start us off. I'm going to go with Toy Story. And Ivan. Toy Story. Mike. Same also, Toy Story. Unfortunately, yield to Toy Story, which tells you about how pitiful the rest of the games okay. are. <laughs> Next category, Mike. The Owie Award. It's all make believe, but you know it's gotta hurt. So I guess it's which delivers the most visceral pain on the screen. And uh, we got Doom, Mortal Kombat 3, Primal Rage, Mutant Chronicle, Doom Troopers. Killer Instincts and True Lies. I'll go first. Does Arnold die, does Arnold die in True Lies? <laughs> no, his would be the <laughs> award. <laughs> that would be the <laughs> Get of the Chopper award. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doubling down. Uh, oh, should I keep going? No, I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna switch it up. I decide. I'm gonna go with Doom. Mike, what do you got? Brave choice. I guess I'm going to go with Doom. I mean, you get a chainsaw in that game, right? I don't remember. Hmm. Sounds plausible. Ivan. Mortal Kombat 3. Oh, good one. All right, Dylan. I'm going with Mortal Kombat 3 because they they introduced Annihilation in that game, didn't they? Mm -hmm. In the Super, in the super I Nintendo think version? So, but... Probably not. They have, like, babyfication yep. and, like, friendship type endings and stuff. I'm still going. I'm still going with three. Mortal Kombat. Okay. Uh, funniest game. So we have uh, Secret of Evermore, Earthworm Jim Two, Boogerman, Earthbound, The Mask, and Ah, Real Monsters. Ivan, let's have you go first. 
I'm going to go with Earthworm Jim. Dylan. Uh, Boogerman, of course. <laughs> I think Earthworm Jim 2 is going to win, but I'm casting my vote for Secret of Evermore because okay. that game was funny. I'm going to go with Earthworm Jim 2. Okay, next category. Best hero or heroine. Diddy Kong, Kixie Kong, <laughs> Earthworm Jim, or Boogerman. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mike, you go first. Ivan, who you go first again? <laughs> I'm gonna stick with the theme. I've got to go with Mike? Yoshi. Dylan, Yoshi. Diddy Kong. To double down on Yoshi. All right. Best goodie slash sidekick. Well, he he likes getting punched in the head. What do you want? <laughs> Best goodie. <laughs> the first donkey. The first donkey punch go. in video yep. game history. Uh, fair point. <laughs> the best goodies last sidekick. These are the unsung heroes of the video game world. The often overlooked second bananas without whom the big stars couldn't get the job done. Speaking of uh, double down. All right. Cranky Kong from Donkey Kong Country 2. Rush from Mega Man 7. Snot from Earthworm Jim 2. Squitter the Spider from Donkey Kong Country 2. Not Squitter. Squitter. Okay. Uh, and Milo... Yeah, I read Milo that the dog fast. from The Mask. Let's hear from Dylan first. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, Rush. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to go with... Oh, gosh, this is a hard one. Rush is useful. I'm going to have to go with Snot. And uh, Mike, let's hear from you. I'm sure. He's the day starts so he gets high on you, and the space he invades, he gets by on you. There's Canadian music. What? What? Oh, yeah, Rush is Canadian. He only sings, he does know some American, but mostly it's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, so Rush. The older I get, the least, the, the, the less I can, I can care for that guy's voice. I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right, Ivan. I'm going right. rush as well. Mike, next category. Worst villain. It takes a lot of hard work to be a big bads villain, so we would just like to take this opportunity <laughs> to say thanks to the biggest and baddest of them all. What the fuck? I, I read this too fast. I, I thought it said shock con. <laughs> shock con. <laughs> shock con. <laughs> Chuck out. Chuck out. How is Pokey? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I thought I, I was mistaking it for Super Mario World. Okay, so the villains are Captain K. Rule, Major Mucus, Idol, Shao Kahn, and Pokey. And I'm giving it up to Pokey. Okay, I'm going to go for Captain K. Rule. All right. I'm also going Rule. I'll go with uh, Major nice. Mucus. Next. Because no one likes Mucus. Except Booger Man. Does he? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I think he's a villain, so I'd say no. What game is he from, though? Maybe he's from Arthur and Jim. You don't know. All right. Where's <laughs> Batty? Uh, we have... There are hundreds of video game bad guys out there in all shapes, sizes, and species. Here's your opportunity to salute to the best of the bad bunch. You have Mock-Up from Yoshi's Island... Juggler from Chrono Trigger, 
The Grim Leecher from Yoshi's Island, Grannies from Rusty Gym 2, and Kaboom from Donkey Kong Country 2. I cannot remember I these things. I can never remember I'm the baddies. I'm go with the Grannies from Rusty Gym 2. Dylan, who are you going to pick? Grannies. Yeah. Ivan. Uh, just off the name, Grim Leecher. <laughs> yeah. Mike. I'm going to go with the Juggalo from Chrono Trigger. You would. <laughs> nice. Dude, when he throws that, when he throws that piss-filled Fago bottle at you, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Why? Because you're, uh, what's that chick? Tila Tequila? Tila Tequila. <laughs> or are you Tom Green? Look, I'm just a bit. I'm just. I'm just a big old slut who loves Jesus. And if you don't get oh, that, you know she's I get. Like a Nazi now, right? And she loves Trump. Yeah, she was like. Yeah, like I said, she's like some weird Christian Nazi. There's like a photo Trump. of her like well, throwing like the which which really just describes there's all. There's a the photo Trump's. of her throwing up a sick tile <laughs> with like the big guys from that uh, Charlottesville rally, and she's like, "Oh yeah, they're totally open to diversity now." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> It's a look. It's a kinder, gentler Reich. <laughs> can you can move us on to the next section. The best kind of Reich, I'm sure. <laughs> Might makes Reich. Okay, I'll do it. Coolest transportation. <laughs> All right. This year's nominees will not only get you across town; they'll take you almost anywhere in space and time. Which one would you like to put it in your like to put in your garage? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to tell me to put my junk in something and I got distracted. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the nominees are Yoshi from Yoshi's Island, Epoch Time Machine from Chrono Trigger, The Batmobile from Adventures of Batman and Robin, Dactyls from Chrono Trigger, UFO from Earthbound, and Tessie from Earthbound. Let's start with Ivan. I got to go with the Batmobile. All right, let's hear Dylan. Yoshi. I will also go with Yoshi. Mike? Well, as, as tempting as all these things sound, i got to give it to the Epoch Time Machine because it's not only a machine that lets you go through time, you can also fly across the entire world in it. So it does the job. And if you choose... <laughs> if you choose... You can also plow your time machine into the ball, into the final <laughs> balls. Dude, that was a fucking cool thing I was saying. Next section, Mike. Next I'm category. I'll stop. Go on, go on. Why is Kirby white on this page? We all know he's pink. It's a Game Boy game. Why isn't he like pissy green? Next then? category is coolest weapon slash item. Coolest <laughs> <laughs> Coolest weapon item. It's amazing the things they're carrying in video games these days. Holy fry pan from Earthbound. <laughs> the can of beans from Boogerman. Gee, I wonder what that does. The bubble gun <laughs> from Earthworm Jim 2. The chainsaw from Doom. Well, that answers my question. And the mallet from The Mask. All right. Uh, I'm going to right, with the chainsaw from Doom. Woo. Mike. Uh, I want to give it to the holy fry pan, but I'm Mine's pretty sure that no, do that. But my body, my body is telling me yes, <laughs> baby. I, I need to. 
I couldn't <laughs> find the connection between the frying pan and that. <laughs> but I'm going to go Are with the chainsaw. Holy sheets? I don't know. Is that from a group called, like, Shauna and the Frying Pans? Like nothing what, what wrong the f- with a little chainsaw. <laughs> Okay, I, I will pick Jake. All right, I'm going to make a sweep. Sorry, you you mentioned Kirby looking all piss colored, and then it made me think of R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> There's the connection. <laughs> all right. I want to piss on you. You should have sang I Believe I Can Fly, and that would be more appropriate wow. to Kirby. Was that R. Kelly? Is it? Yes. Oh, that wasn't R. Kelly. That was a. Uh, I believe I supply was at was R. Kelly. I believe it. What? I believe it. All right. Coolest move. Will it be the creative or the crass, the dangerous or the graceful that takes home this award? In our opinion, this one is a toss-up. From Donkey Kong Country 2, we have Dixie's helicopter spin. From Boogerman, the flame furt. From Donkey Kong Country 2, Squitter's platform web. From Killer Instinct, Fulgore's Mech Head Danger Move, and from Mario's Tennis, Donkey Kong's Overhead Slam. Ivan, let's hear from you first. I've always liked Dixie's Helicopter. All right. I'll go with that. I'm not going to read too much into that. Dylan. (laughs) I'll go with Killer Instinct, Fulgore's Mech Head Danger Move. Okay, Mike. Uh, I guess Fulgore's mech danger move. I'm gonna have to go with the flame fart, 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 from Burger Man. The flame fart. I need to do that. All right. Uh, next section, Mike. The best ending. After all those hours of bitmap, blood, sweat, and tears, you deserve more than a simple game over for all your efforts. Ah, oh, so true. We got Chrono Trigger, Donkey Kong Country 2, Killer Instinct, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, The Secret of Evermore, and Mortal Kombat 3. And, I mean, it's pretty obvious. I'm going to be choosing Chrono Trigger, even though Secret of Evermore, I well, it's just, I don't remember what its ending was. All right. Dylan? Well, you love Chrono Trigger ending so much, I will go on with that. All right. Sign me up for Chrono Trigger as well. I can't beat multiple endings. Coolest <laughs> code slash trick. Sometimes the codes are better than the games themselves. Codes can't save a bad game, but they can't extend the game's life for far beyond the final stage. So you're going to have to guess about these since they just tell you the title. So for Mortal Kombat 3, <laughs> they have the Cooler Stuff Code. Uh, almost 3Ks there. They got close. Mega Man 7 has <laughs> There's a Street Fighter Mega Man, which I'm assuming just makes them do a Hadouken. Uh, NBA Jam Term Edition, they have hidden players and play options. Primal Rage has one-hit fatalities, and Looney Tunes B-Ball has Looney offense slash defense. I'll go first. I cannot <laughs> deny NBA Jam. With the uh, They had, what, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton? As- I was going to say, I had Bill Clinton back then, yeah. I never got to play NBA Jam, but I would love to be Henry Kissinger or Spiro Agnew just driving down the lines (laughs) and, like, 
blasting the ball into Anwar Sadat. References so, sick. I'm going <laughs> to... I think we're a different podcast with those references. references. <laughs> different decade. Yeah. Century. Uh, I mean, like, then you get to play, like, the Ronald Reagan as the referee. God, I mean, like, what? What this this basketball game has such great politics in it. So I'm going to go okay. with that. Especially when Reagan dunks the ball and says, did I do good, Mommy? Make America great again. I'm going with uh, NBA Jam when Reagan dunks the ball and says, tear down that wall. <laughs> tear <laughs> down, down that, that basket. <laughs> okay, Ivan? All right, I'm going to finish this out with Mega Man 7. Breaking the trend. Oh, yeah. yes. not, not doing it for the Gipper. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey. Hey, I got a contest to win here, man. Gotta go contra. Fun tri- piece of trivia. <laughs> Who played Reagan in the second season of Fargo? That's right. Bruce Campbell. Ding, 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 ding. You win an award. Your award is you get to read the next category. Woohoo! Best Game Boy game. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> so we've got Defender slash Joust, NBA Jam TE, Donkey Kong Land, Kirby's Dream Land 2, and Frank Thomas's Hurt Locker. <laughs> <laughs> Big. There's Bob, there's Bob all over this. <laughs> he has to defuse the pieces. Does he get to wear the does he get to wear like bomb suit or does he have to do just try to dribble the ball around the bombs? Dribble the ball. <laughs> Wait, dribbling a baseball around the base. Oh, does he dribble okay. the base the hockey stick? <laughs> At least my joke was he's diffusing the go. bases, but I mean you have to. They play a different oh, wow. yes, I, forgot the, I forgot the sport. <laughs> yeah, you forgot Arizona rules. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say Kirby's Dreamland Two for the Game Boy game. Pretty hard to beat a Kirby game. I for the game Boy. will declare Donkey Kong Land is my pick. Dylan. Okay. I will say, I, I broke my Game Boy with my head by then, so I didn't get to play any of these, but I will go with um, Donkey Kong Land. All right. Ivan. I'm going Kirby. Okay. Uh, next one. You probably haven't played any of these. It's the best Virtual Boy game. <laughs> Shiniest turd in the ball Don't give it away because this is a no contest. <laughs> All right. Here are your options. Wario Land, Golf, Tolero Boxer, Red Alarm, and Mario's Tennis. Let's start with Ivan. Oh, Tolero. Okay. Jesus. Oh, God. I'll shoot you. <laughs> okay, I guess the uh, the best Virtual Boy game is going to be Wario Land. All right. Dylan. All right. I'll go with Wario Ivan. Land. Golf. And the correct answer is Wario Land. <laughs> You, you guys watch. Okay. You watch. <laughs> All right. And let's hear from most annoying person himself. Mike, let's hear about the next category. <laughs> oh, boy. The, the Mike feature. The most annoying feature. Well, we try to be objective and offer a balanced game review. Sometimes there's a little thing that nags at us that we just can't ignore. 
We got Crybaby Mario from Yoshi's Island. Hold on from Batman Forever. I don't even know what that is. Where's the background water world for the virtual boy? That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, God. I can't believe they actually dunked on themselves awesome. like that. That is that is like that is like a Ronnie Dangerfield level <laughs> self diss. <laughs> Dire robots die from Mech Warrior thirty fifty and Ness phone home from Earthbound. I'm gonna say fuck you. That feature was endearing, not annoying. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. It's gonna be All right. One fuck you from It's Mike. gonna be Crabby Mario. <laughs> Yeah, cry baby, cry baby, why baby, why? Ivan? Yeah, Yoshi. That, that, that was awful. And Dylan? I think you guys are missing the big... It's where's the background from Waterworld for Virtual Boy? Because, yeah, but you'd have to like Waterworld too and be annoyed by the rest. Of the and game. everybody had that game because movies. <laughs> <laughs> everybody had that game. <laughs> and it was on Virtual Boy, so everybody had Virtual Boy, so everybody played that game. <laughs> Everyone gets that joke. <laughs> All right. And then finally, they saved the best for last. You did pick. The best Super NES game. What's up? Wait, 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 wait. Was that your real vote or were you just shitting on us? No, I'm, I'm doing that. it. You, you, you're sticking to it. Okay. <laughs> well, it was nice knowing you. Alright, best Super NES game Despite dire predictions 16-bit games remained the industry's Diving force in 1995 That's what they think Who predicted it wouldn't? Sony These outstanding titles Or that uh, Jack Thompson (laughs) Outstanding titles show the true potential Of the 16-bit format Donkey Kong Country 2 Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island NHL 96, Mortal Kombat 3 Chrono Trigger and Killer Instinct. So from Dylan. I personally would have picked Mortal Kombat 3, but I'll go with Super Mario World 2. Ivan. Yeah, Yoshi's Island was the best game. Mike. Chrono Trigger. I am also going to vote for Chrono Trigger. So we shall see who is the winner and who is dead next time. And before we pass on, can we look at these sweet awards? Oh, yeah, that's right. They have a contest here. Um, so you fill out your vote voting card here that you tear out, which is not present in the scam we're looking at. And you write your name and address on it, and you have to be eligible, of course, to win. You send in your entry, and they put you in the grand prize drawing for the contest. If 50, one of 50, 50 winners could win Nintendo Power T-shirt and five superpower stamps, which you can use towards some gear. Second prize, 10 winners get a Super NES game of their choice, I'm guessing, unless it's just a random one, uh, and 10 Super Power Stamps. And then grand prize, one winner will receive 25 games and 25 Super Power Stamps. Ah, this is hog heaven. It it actually clarifies below, the winner will receive 25 Super NES Game Boy and or virtual games of his or her choice subject to availability. Nice. So, but they only have twenty-five to choose from. So. <laughs> was they trying to get the, uh, you know, uh, what was it? That uh, tournament edition of Star Fox that might be SOL. 
<laughs> so you could get 10 Super NES games and all 15 Virtual Boy games. More like 12, <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, anything else from uh, Dylan? That is all I have. Thank you for inviting me. And um, I will try to be in next week's or next week, right, to see who is the yep. winner. We will, we will schedule it and try to bring you back for the next round, the final round to reveal who is, who is the winner. Thank you so much for being on. And uh, thanks for playing with power. All right. Now that we've said goodbye to Dylan, we're going to pick this back up at the start of the issue. It may sound a little different. Uh, so we're picking up at the cover here. We've got Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars previewed on the cover. And uh, God damn. Mario's holding Mario's a giant... Mario's got one hell of a big weapon there. Yeah. <laughs> That's some big wood he's got. Yeah. It's like Ron Jeremy. He swings a big hammer. <laughs> he and, in and, hand. A, and a creepy stash. Mm. Also featured in Super Horneo Brothers. <laughs> God, that, talk about a porno that's begging for a remake. Uh, my favorite part of that whole story is Nintendo actually purchased every single copy of that damn thing to try and uh, keep it from being released. So they own the rights to that damn movie. <laughs> hmm. All right, and they've also got a news flash for Nintendo 64. So we've got uh, Mario standing here holding a giant mallet, which has the aforementioned title of the game on it. We have uh, Bowser and then some kind of uh, cauliflower-looking thing to his right. (laughs) (laughs) He's a cloud. Uh, Fuck, I forgot his name. Okay. We'll find out out as we uh, read. And... uh, You know, Mini Puff. (laughs) Mini Puff. Mini Puff has a uh, floppy penis on his head. And a diaper, apparently. <laughs> no, he's wearing a diaper as well. <laughs> that is some messed up Japanese uh, fetish He's got like there. a melted jelly dildo on his head. He does. <laughs> That's, yeah. All right. Let's dig in here on the inside cover. Oh, look at Bowser. Look at that fucking lump between his eyebrows. Oh. He's like composed of circles. That's not right. That's a tumor. He needs to get that checked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. Bad, bad uh, CGI work there for you. You should not have shading over the center of your head <laughs> in a ball shape. <laughs> not right there. All right, moving on in. We got the usual toenail clippings advertisement, which is grossing us all out. So we're just keep right past that shit. And Man, the, the '90s and their gross out. Yeah, like Earthworm Jim, Mucus, uh, May, uh, Booger, Boogerman. Boogerman. You know, bo- you know Boogerman, Boogerman. Bo- Boogerman, Boogerman, and Leibowitz. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Oh, that reminds me. Coming to you from your local JCC. So my uh, my son's five now, and uh, he's in a little league. And um, so every, every one of these kids' teams has some kind of, like, local sponsor, right? So, like, mm-hmm. kind of like Dick's Sporting Goods or, like, the pizza place or whatever, right? So one of the now uh, now, mur- now murder weapon free. Yeah. So one of the sponsors, and we saw this because they had they were allowed to have like a sign on like the fence, is a, a law firm called Loose Brown and Associates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
I shit you not. Uh, <laughs> and neither do they. So there's poor there's these poor kids running around the field, T ball team, with loose brown associates in the back of their jerseys. <laughs> it's, why? We want to make sure those kids have loose brown on their shirts. They just need another partner that's like yeah. last name is Stool. <laughs> yeah, better than Smiley Dick's House of Crabs. <laughs> Loose brown stool and ass. Okay. <laughs> or the or the local Chinese restaurant, Lo Hong Wang. Mm. And Hu Flung Dung. <laughs> All right. Uh, Table of contents. It's good to be back with you racists. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Damn, it feels good to be a racist. Because you know a real racist plays his cards right. Mm. <laughs> that's that's uh, office space, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So what do we got here on the table of contents? Oh, man, what a fucking great-looking table of contents we got. We got a full spread from Super Mario RPG with Smithy the Sword plunged deep and longingly within Bowser's castle. Because you know I was asking for it. Are you erect right now, sir? (laughs) (laughs) This... Does your table have legs on it, or is it suspending above above your crotch? Hey, we're, we we got Peach Spread Eagle. Bowser what? just she is not. Well, you know, she's not Spread Eagle to the camera. She's Spread Eagle to Mario. I see. Yeah, Bowser, yes, the uh, Bowser Junior being conceived right there. <laughs> Lovely. All right, so coming up in table of contents here, we've got full coverage on College Slam, Frantic Flea, Cutthroat Island. For some reason, we're revisiting Super Mario Kart. We have three Tetris for the Virtual Boy, and then for Game Boy, we have NHL 96 and the Smurfs. And later on, I forget, uh, what else we have here? Oh yeah, a little preview for a game called Super Mario RPG, and then uh, something called Tales of Fantasia in the Epic Strategy section. And then, of course, we just went over the Nintendo Power Awards. Okay, let's move right on in to the player's pulse. I'm going to have our guest do the first letter here for Out of This World. All right, Out of This World. Point, arrow pointing at a pretty decent little postcard there. A Nintendo 64 controller with uh, rays of scarlet and gold coming off of it. I think there's a problem with a Japanese product having a, uh, a Rising Sun logo on it. That is the Arizona flag, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just looking at like uh, a, you uh, a, racist. A, a, war, a wartime measure being violated, but whatever. They, don't, they use yellow, right? Just white. No, they have, no the, the, the Rising Sun logo is forbidden for the Japanese. Oh, okay. They can only have like that... The, like Japan, like has that red circle on their flag, mm-hmm. but it used to be like rays of sun coming from it. But they can't call themselves the Rising Sun anymore. Got it. Mm. It was one of the terms of surrender. You know how Americans are with flags. Mm-hmm. All right. So the letter reads: My initial thought when I read volume seventy-nine was, "Hot dang!" Of course, the first thing I checked out was the first look at the NU64 controller, pictured to the side here. Sweet glory of heaven! (laughs) The controller is so standard-breaking, 
tremendously beautiful. Oh, rapture. It, it just brings tears to my eyes. Excuse me. I get a tissue. Just to let you know, <laughs> Ivan's not exaggerating. This is in the letter. Yeah. The okay, tissue's not I'm back. to clean up his uh, tears either. <laughs> I would yeah, recommend a the sock. Sun's not land of the rising sock there, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Besides the controller, the unit itself is pure immaculacy. I don't think that's a fucking word. It is now. The designers had the serious gamer in mind when they thought of this. Four controller ports. No more adapters. Oh, but we all know that Nintendo's employees never thought this up. Only, I mean, only superior beings from parallel dimensions could have the ultimate intelligence to create a marvel like this. All hail! (laughs) They praise them at the same time. (laughs) Oh, just... Oh, man. The The gift from the gaming dimension has arrived. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I'm sure your designers are the best in the world, but please be honest. A system like this, with its stellar appearance and dynamic insights, is a sure sign that there really is intelligent life out there. About the ugliest console with the worst controller. (laughs) Ryan Crook from Brampton, Ontario. Thanks for the compliment, Ryan. Some of us mere mortals think that the NCL design team and creative geniuses like Shigeru Miyamoto, who gave us the Mario games and helped design the Nintendo 64 controller, are otherworldly. All right. Um, Mike, you want to go over the uh, artwork here before we move on? Yeah, yeah. We got the, uh, again, the the, the land, the console of the rising sun. <laughs> Which was actually provided by the uh, the aforementioned letter, so that's cool. And then we got X Men with Cyclops just eye-gasming into the sky. <laughs> he has one eye with an uncontrollable blast. <laughs> His one-eyed monster unleashing its fury. <laughs> and then we've got uh, I don't know, like some wolf thing slashing at a dinosaur. It must be some killer instinct or whatever. Yeah, primal yeah, rage, maybe. And That's then we guess. got Donkey Kong Country two, Diddy and Dixie. I uh, are they floating? Just because we see water behind them. Okay, mm. but then we see like a, a shipwreck submerged. So I know. Yeah, I guess they're doing it's, the Superman. <laughs> he's Supermaning that. Hose. There's there's a black <laughs> hole behind them. You just can't see it. <laughs> And then we get to see two Yoshis with with a piss. I can't believe they got. I can't believe they published this. It's it's a piss stained Mario diaper which is overflowed, leaving a yellow fuming puddle on the floor. And both Yoshis are nauseated. So I guess like his it can't just be piss. Like I guess I guess if he drew brown, they'd be like, oh no no, that's too much. But uh, apparently Mario, baby Mario, eats a lot of asparagus juice. Mm. Wait a minute. Is that a blunt in the green Yoshi's mouth? I thought so, too, but I think it <laughs> might be like a... Uh, That's his mouth. It would explain why they're leaving the, him with a piss yeah, I can see how you can see that, though. He looks high, but you look like that. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, he's... Yeah, this this oh my god, so much is wrong with this. I can't. It looks great. I mean, these, this is like comics worthy art. 
And Yoshi's like, ugh, send him to Nintendo Players Pulse. Well, he got the address there. And he's got a, and he's got a thought cloud going, yeah. Nice. All right, next letter is from Hunter Davis from Williams, Indiana. Look at this. They started writing out the states so we don't have to guess anymore. Uh, <laughs> they learned. Oh, man. That was one of my most amusing things listening to Mike trying to figure out what the M states were. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out there's about 30 states with an M in them yep. that start with M. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Gears and Gizmos. I think there is a largely untapped audience in the field of enhancement devices for your systems. Just think of it Nintendo light pens, Nintendo steering wheels, and pedals, and Nintendo trackballs. So they responded to him and they said, Our research and development whizzes brainstormed just like you, Hunter. Did you know they once invented a device that could turn the <laughs> NES into a knitting machine? Needless to say, har har, many of this these wilder ideas never make it off the drawing board. Did we share that picture on our uh, page? I don't know if we did or not. I think I might have it back way back in the day. We can certainly yeah, we get to see a fucking though. Nintendo hooked up to a. Uh, what would the device be called? It was. It was just said. Now you're knitting with power. Was the advertisement? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not even joking. That was the advertisement. Uh, Howard Phillips shared on his uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got Nick Tashiro from San Jose, California. <laughs> See Mario. I, I, hey, you know, you cannot idiot-proof something against a sufficiently talented idiot. Fair enough. Okay. You will defy the odds. See Mario. See Mario. See Mario run. Run Mario run. This may sound a bit <laughs> weird, but when I was young, I taught myself to read with Nintendo Power. I taught myself to read with the newspaper. It's not that hard. I would shy away from other books and refuse to read them. Even when my mom read to me, instead of hearing about a nursery rhyme, it would be the Mega Man reviews. I'm currently the top reader and writer in my school, but I couldn't have done it without you. Okay, Ivan. All right. Electrifying mail. I really like your new letters section. I'm not sure how many people write to you on email. That newfangled gadget. But please consider those letters just as much as the ones you do get via snail mail. Dan Haggadis via the internet. What is this internet you speak of? I am sending you a letter. You should talk about letters. I have no content in my letter. Publish it anyway. (laughs) All right. All right. Next one uh, from someone named Mystic Mauler via the X-Band Video Game Network. Short-lived. It says, Exciting mail. I think your new changes are great, especially those in Player's Pulse. But I think you should start a section for cool internet and X-band letters like this one. Keep up the good work. I am sending you a letter through the X-band. You should publish letters from the X-band. God. This, my letter has no content. Please publish it. Every, every time there's like a new adventure, there's always some idiot that just like uses it like, Oh, hey! Like, I'll never forget when, like, cell phones... This exists! When, when cell phones were, like, you know, widely being used and available, <laughs> some assholes in a restaurant I was in pulls out his phone, makes a phone call, and he goes, Hey, I'm in a restaurant! Like, Can you believe it? I'm hey. talking to you on a phone that's not connected to anything. Look at this, there's no wires! <laughs> hey, Fred, would you believe this? It's like the same shit. Hey, I sent you an email. With the, without snail mail. 
It's called the internet. Yeah. Look at I this. Sent you a mail. I sent you a letter without a stamp. You can, 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 can you believe that? Yeah. All right. Tell us about uh, Houston Red Wine from Useless <laughs> from Texas. Eula, from, Eula, from Eula Agreement, Texas. Useless Texas, yes. <laughs> useless, useless Texas. <laughs> She's got Nintendo fever. A little ways back, my mother was hypnotized by Earthbound, and now she's reading Nintendo Power. Wow! If you get your mom in through Earthbound, mm. that's a cool ass. That's a milf. When I come home from school, it's not unusual for her to see to see her playing my Super NES. Damn! Where the hell do all these cool parents come from? She's a little bit too he, eager to initiate that abortion sequence at the end. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, can I raise it? Anyway, How late is a late term abortion? <laughs> like twelfth term? <laughs> like, yeah, that's like before. That's like before kindergarten, right? Mm. Anyway, I thought I'd better consult a Nintendo expert. Is there some disease that makes people suddenly want to play Nintendo? Well, you can wait. A, you can wait until two thousand and eighteen for the World Health Organization to declare it. Yeah, or not because they have no fucking funding. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, so, Ivan, tell us about how to make it a mag. <laughs> how to make it a mag. I'm writing about Epic Center. There's nothing wrong with it except this. It needs to have its own magazine. <laughs> then you'd be able to make the reviews, <laughs> previews, strategies. Do you like, just sound like you slammed down like an old school telephone. <laughs> <laughs> I am done speaking to you Like now. you hung up on yourself <laughs> while reading the letter. <laughs> I am done with this! <laughs> Good night! Get a minute? Get a fish it? <laughs> I am relating anger! Oh man. Alright, anyway. Then you'd be able to re- make the reviews, previews, strategies, and everything else longer. I would subscribe. From Derek Cantrell, Mesa, Arizona. Okay, and last one really? is... I, th- I thought you were, were going to pull a Jar Jar fuck him and go, Misa! Arizona. <laughs> uh. Okay. Le- Lamet Johnson from Auburn, Wyoming says, In epic ecstasy, I just ordered oh, a subscription no. to Nintendo Power and received a free Chrono Trigger Player's Guide. I am amazed at how inexpensive it all was. In a time when everything seems to be escalating in price, you have kept your magazine and guides affordable. I am especially pleased with what you have done with Epic Center. It is the biggest reason I switched my subscription from other game magazines to Nintendo Power. I only wish you would expand it. So they, they answered both Derek and Lamont, and they said, if you have access to a computer and modem, Check out Nintendo Power Source on America Online. Click on Games, then <laughs> go to Epic Center. It's a great place to catch up on the latest news, swap tips, or just hang out. They invite you to hang out because you get fucked every time you connect them to them. Isn't that what Guess swapping what? tips go- is called? <laughs> mm. I know. Epic ecstasy, indeed. Yeah. Uh, now, who is this lucky... This lucky kid, my oh my. We get prize, volume 67, grand prize winner, James Zempel of Spirit Lake. 
collected Activision's pitfall of mine adventure for his Super NES and jetted off to tropical Mexico for a mine adventure of his own. He soaked up the rays at Cancun, dove into the warm Caribbean surf, and dashed off to Chicken Itza for some serious exploration of the ancient temples and pyramids. <laughs> Jungle fever, anyone? Oh my wow. god, they actually wrote that. Wow. Chicken Itza. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of a of a chicken restaurant franchise. With stair with big staircase pyramids. <laughs> that should be the theme. Hey, you want to eat some chicken pizza? <laughs> and you can even have that Abba song, chicken pizza. You and I know. Oh my gosh! Again with the references, <laughs> stellar, stellar. <current> references. <laughs> oh. If you're hungry, you can go down to chicken pizza. Pizza, 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 chicken. Power charts. Let's do these before we move on to the rest of the players. Players poll. Players pulse. Uh, okay. Super NES top five. Number five, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Number four, Super Mario Two. Uh, World 2, Yoshi's Island, number 3, Chrono Trigger, number 2, Killer Instinct, number 1, Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Kong Quest. Ivan, tell us about the top 5 Game Boy games. Top 5 Game Boy games coming in at number 5, we got Tetris, number 4, Wario Land, or Super Mario Land 3, number 3, Metroid 2, Return of Samus, I'm getting turned around with all these numbers here, number 2, Dr. Mario, and number one, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. And Mike, tell us about all five virtual boy games that exist. <laughs> <laughs> we got Red Alarm. <laughs> Red Alarm, Mario's Tennis, Mario Clash, Galactic Pinball, and Wario Land. Uh, what, golf wasn't in there? I mean, come on. Yeah. Top five Sims. What about Waterworld? How the fuck did the Sims get their own category? We got Romance of the Three mm. Kingdoms 4 at number 5, which was tied in at number 4, <laughs> Uncharted Waters, New Horizon by Koei. Number 3. Okay, so Romance of the Three Kingdoms by Koei, tied with Uncharted Waters by Koei, tied with Aero, with Aerobiz Supersonic by Koei, and Civilization <laughs> by Koei. Oh my fuck. And then SimCity by Nintendo by Ninkoe. Ninkoe. <laughs> this is them showing off of like, look, Payway, we beat you. Na 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 boo boo. Yeah, we beat you in our own magazine with your four entries on our one. That's right. And uh, Ben, what do we got for the most wanted? Most wanted. Uh, let's see here. Virtual Boys drop down to number six. Number five, we have Doom for the new 64. Cruising USA for the new 64. Super Mario RPG, Killer Instinct for New 64, and of course the Nintendo Ultra 64 for number one. Mm -hmm. Three things for the Nintendo 64, and finally the console to play those games. Yes, yeah. that's right. Oh shit, the letters aren't done All yet. Right, Mike, tell us about <laughs> Fred Alexis Texas from New York, New York. <laughs> oh my god, this sounds like some kids skipping rope song. Okay. Pack, watch, pack, watch, rah, rah, rah. Now, I'm not telling you how to run a magazine, but this Epic Center, it's too long, too boring. Fuck. Man, everyone's talking about this Epic Center. <laughs> too much, a lot of my friends enough. just bypassed the section. I know you have to touch base with every gamer, but please make it shorter. You know, throw it in its own magazine or something, but not this one. 
but please make it shorter. If anything, you should make the pack watch section bigger. No. It's one thing I wait for every month. You have a great magazine, but you have a few glitches that need to be fine-tuned to rise above the massive game pros and EGMs, even though those mags cost big bucks. So, I want to note something here. This is the first time that they've actually printed about uh, competing magazines ever, mm. which is interesting. <laughs> and do you want to know why the other magazines cost more money? It's because they often included uh, CDs with game demos on them, videos of, you know, trailers of games, which weren't exactly streaming off of YouTube at the time, and uh, sometimes like music for games. Or, yeah, full, or like full, yeah, like screenshots demos where you could play like Final Fantasy VII. Imagine that you open up like a, an EGM magazine. It's like, hey, you know, this amazing RPG that's kicking ass on the PlayStation. Check it out. So, not that not to bash Nintendo Power or anything, but that's some of the reason why they cost some, cost a bit more. Plus, you know, they obviously weren't being subsidized for being a commercial for the company that was publishing them. Hmm. Ivan, tell us about Anna Ferris's twin brother. <laughs> yeah, Scott. No. Yes. Scott Ferris from Bridgeport, West Virginia writes, Nonstop Rhino. I absolutely love the cards you put in several times a year, especially the Donkey Kong 2 cards in Volume 79. My brother and I laughed when we read that Rambi's favorite movie is Speed. They responded, Good thing it isn't Jumanji. <laughs> I don't want to get it, but okay. Because they had a they had a rampaging rhino in that movie, remember? At one point, when they opened up the board game, and then the uh, animals spill out into the uh, the neighborhood. I guess so. So they're saying they're glad that Rambi doesn't want to rampage through neighborhoods. Or yeah, because you might get the wrong idea. Like you might take inspiration or something. Fair enough. You know how you know you know rhino see rhino do. <clears throat> so it would have made sense in '96. <laughs> I guess so. I guess you had to be there. You had to be there at the time. So I want to talk about this next character's name before I dig into the letter. <laughs> so he goes, this person from the World Wide Web, the internet, goes by the handle Lobo via the internet. So Lobo, as you may, may or may not know, is a character from the DC Universe, and it's like a, what, is a Superman bad guy? Uh, he, he's like an anti-hero slash anti-villain. So he's a mercenary. Okay. He'll just do shit for hire. Sometimes he helps Superman, and sometimes he just has to do something that Superman really needs him to not do, and so we re they end up clashing. He looks kind of goth. He's he's a biker, a space biker. He has a space motorcycle, essentially. Yes. Um, so anyways, the, in one of the uh, you know coming soon sections, they teased a Lobo video game, which uh, never end actually got released. So I actually have played it. Uh, they had a prototype out there. It was finished and they didn't publish it. Uh, it wasn't ready until like 96, I think. And uh, it is uh, hot, steaming garbage. It is, it is awful. <laughs> it's a fighting game that has characters that, you know, unless you've read those specific comics, you wouldn't know them. Um, like, I don't know them, right? <clears throat> and, um, yeah, so this is, I think, a slight dig at Nintendo for where's my Lobo game. So, anyways, <laughs> that said... The letter has nothing to do with it, so let's get it, dig into it. It said, a "Are you sure? He, are you sure he wasn't named after the easy listening soft rock band of the '70s?" 
Again with the references. <laughs> Baby, I want you to want me. I need you to need me the way that it should be. <sighs> All right, come on, Mike. Get more modern. I mean, we're All talking right. about retro games here. You're talking... <laughs> talking the fucking 70s. Hey, remember that Pog game, guys? That was pretty good, huh? <laughs> we should uh, do a podcast about that Pog. We should. A Pongcast. <laughs> oh, the good one. Oh, that joke was so funny. Oh, I'm so... Oh. Fuck, I was trying to do it like a Stalin and Waldorf joke, and I just fucking petered out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good impression, anyway. Okay. A killer. Well, that guy just that guy just rambled off into nothing. I know if I wanted to hear that, I'd just be talking to you. <laughs> oh, speaking of there we go. speaking of old guy voices, did you know that they came out with a new da- uh, Danger Mouse cartoon? You're kidding. No, they did. They have a new Danger Danger Mouse cartoon out, and uh, they changed the voice of Baron Greenback, the bad guy. You know, mm-hmm. he used to be like, Yes, we will go after them. Baroni, go after Danger Mouse. They totally changed it to something else now. Yeah. It's like a more traditional villain. Oh, yes, let's go after Danger Mouse. And I was like, what? No, that's not. That's not Baron Greenback. Anyways. Uh, okay. and, and here at the bottom, we've got a green front with Orchid. Anyways. Anyways. Lobo via the internet says, Hi, I first I want to say that your Killer Instinct 2 site on the World Wide Web is really, really great. But there are still a few things that bug me. It's missing pictures of Saberwolf, Spinal, and Orchid. And why do you not show the graphics in 16 million color JPEG format instead of 256 color GIF? Everyone's a critic. It's taking too long to load. My erect, my little fourteen-year-old <laughs> erection can only last yeah. so long. You lo- I like. I need orchid tits. Yeah, you know how you like threw that out last. That was a distraction, right? <laughs> um, but they they know what he wants. They know what he wants. So they they, they see through the the ruse that he wants pictures of saber wolf and spinal, you know, and JPEGs. So here's their answer, right? The developers at Rare were still working on the new look Saber Wolf Spinal Orchid when we went online with the Killer Instinct 2 site. Pictures of these missing fighters are on the website now. Go to Nintendo.com and click on what's new. As for the graphic formats, GIF is standard for websites. Virtually any PC with a VGA board or Mac can download a GIF graphic. Some users, though, might have trouble downloading JPEG graphics, and we want to give as many players as possible the opportunity to see what's hot. And then they included a photo of Orchid mm. right next to the end of the flutter. <laughs> Speaking of hot. <laughs> All right. I have the last one. All right. We got James Myers from Merritt Island, Florida, writing in Scuba Doo. We've got a picture of him in scuba gear holding a copy of Nintendo Power Magazine in some sort of plastic sleeve underwater. I'm not one for writing letters, so I'll just say I think Nintendo Power rocks. I always take it with me on vacation. This year, I went to the Bahamas. I thought it would be cool if I took a picture of Nintendo Power underwater. Go fuck yourself, you bragging little fuck. (laughs) Signed, Nintendo. (laughs) That's right. 
<laughs> oh. Okay, and they're also asking you to uh, email them if you played Killer Instinct 2 in the arcade. All right, but moving on to our first feature game here. It's a sports game called College Slam. <laughs> Which takes that us a disturbing graphic. Yes, man, we got a fucking mad ball here. We're gonna take the opportunity, small opportunity, to advertise. If anyone out there has a passion for old school sports games, retro sports games, knows a little bit about them, wants to do a little bit of homework for us, if you want to be our sports correspondent, please reach out and touch us. I mean, reach out and, t- and touch. <laughs> yeah, you can touch Mike. That's fine. And. Uh, and let us know. We'd be happy to uh, feature your commentary on the program. All right. So uh, I'm assuming nobody played this. So yeah, fuck no. No. I watched a video review of it. Uh, it is a shameless ripoff of NBA Jam, mm-hmm. and it was made uh, to come out and coincide with March Madness, which is the uh, college football championship. Mike. So. Um, it's got John's favorite uh, Arizona Wildcats in here. It's got all the different uh, popular college teams, licensed from college <laughs> oh teams. Oh, my God, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah. Oh, my God, is their mascot a tampon? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, dude. Some of them are weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got the Berkeley Golden Showers. Yep. Connecticut Huskies. It's just, like, large dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Furry fans. Yeah. So they're basically this whole... We got the, we got the FU Seminoles. Mm-hmm. This whole section is basically featuring every single team and telling you about every single college team that's featured. Um, and not only that, but they're telling you how many tournament appearances they've mm-hmm. got, consecutive tournament appearances, oh, how many we, victories. I mean... We have the Good cl- Lord. We have the clearly distinct angry pit bulls with hats on their head from the Georgetown Hoyas and the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. Wow, such fucking... Ori- I haven't seen such originality since the Ottawa <laughs> Rough Riders went, faced off against the Winnipeg Rough Riders. <laughs> yeah. And then you have, what, the Kentucky Wildcats, which is... We also have the Arizona Wildcats, so... I don't know. We got the Kansas Jayhawks, which is a Woody Woodpecker ripoff. No, that's not Woody Woodpecker. Is that? I thought that was more like Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> now, 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 see, now, see here, boys. You gotta go out there and uh, shoot some baskets. Uh, see. <laughs> I say, I say, you gotta, you gotta control your balls. Balls, I say. <laughs> <laughs> go back door, son. Go back door. <laughs> <laughs> Get it in the pocket. Uh, we got the Memphis Tigers with a Tiger logo. We got the Michigan State Spartans with a Spartan logo. We got the Tar Heels with a Goat logo. And we got the Wolverines with no fucking animal on them at all. Yeah. And then we got the Penn if, State. If, if only with a Wolverine with, uh, existed. Jailbird logo. <laughs> yeah. uh, how about the Massachusetts Minutemen? Should just have a logo with a guy with a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And we got the Porn State Nittany Litanies. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's the... Uh, Iron Bars is their sight signal. Now it's just a, we got the th- now it's just a picture of Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> mm. uh, and you got the uh, imaginatively named Syracuse Orangeman. And what the hell is a Boilermaker? 
Well, it's a drink, but I'd like to know what the fuck is a sooner. <laughs> I, I still couldn't tell you that. Is is that where you come too early during a nooner? Mm. No, that's the Gamecocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got another Wildcats from Villanova. <laughs> oh, here's my favorite one. The Wake yeah. Forest Demon Deacons. No, that's that's creative. Yes. And we got the USC Ramses. What? Uh, you know Trogan Trojans? You had a perfect opportunity for a condom joke, and you made a history. I did. <laughs> you ever heard Ramses. of the Ramses brand? Okay. Right. No, I have not. <coughs> okay, so I guess we're going to go with the USC Sheiks. No. <laughs> I always preferred the USC uh, sheepskin Trojans myself. <laughs> Not the latex ones. It's just me, though. These balls are ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and All the Wisconsin right. honey badgers. Yes. They don't give a fuck. So. <laughs> <laughs> God, that video was so fucking great. All right, so. Badger, get, badger gets bitten by a venomous snake that can drop 14 elephants, and he takes a power nap. And then he wakes up and finishes eating the snake. Oh, man. So the game is made by the same people as NBA Jam. It's a shameless ripoff. It uses the same exact sprites, same announcer. Everything's the same except for, you know, the court graphics and obviously the teams. So if you like NBA Jam Tournament Edition, but you really want to play college basketball instead for some reason, now you have the opportunity to do that. I like to play with less talented players who are in deep debt. But you could play, you could play as the Demon Deacons, though. And you can just like see you can just take bets on who's going to get benched as soon as they get found for uh, impropriety with the cheerleaders. Mm. Or you can use that betting money to buy the game in your favor. Mom, I can't come to dinner. I'm playing with my game cocks. <laughs> nice. All right, let's move on to the next game here. Frantic Flea. Mike, this Fuck is your this homework. Game. <laughs> I played it for 15 seconds. I fucking... Well, okay, I played it for like two minutes. This game was fucking horrible. The music was awful. The background looks like it was just done in MS Paint. Like The whole game looks like it was made in MS Paint. But the background looks like someone's just like, Hey, I can make the whole background a color by pressing this fill button. So what's the game supposed to be like? I, I, I don't know you it kind of looks like lemmings in that you see like little fleas running around and I guess like when you go near them they start following you so my guess is that you have to like collect them and lead them to safety and there's yeah, that's these basically it there's the wait you've played this no I watched a video oh look at him doing his homework wow I should have done that no, instead you, of playing he takes this shit seriously <laughs> oh, these fucking <laughs> controls are so terrible it looks like you've got like three like, uh, I immediately come across this one guy that seems to grab one of the little baby fleas and takes off with it. So I tried uh, my spin attack, and I got bounced back in pain. Then I tried jumping on the guy's head, and that didn't work. And then there was another button which did something. But again, anytime you go near the enemy, you get hurt and thrown back. So I don't know how the hell you're supposed to collect the, the fleas from them. You're supposed to repeatedly bang into them. But that hurts. What, 
Yeah, that's what the guy did on the video. He just he humped the bad guy and it fell down. I mean, don't know what else to tell you. Ah, it's like Mike Stage life. Yeah, but that's like the dynamite trick with in Looney Tunes. It, it's great, but I can only do it once. Mm. I also like Mike Stage life. <laughs> <laughs> do we have anything else? About yeah, you're half right <laughs> yeah. anyway. Do we have anything else about frantically? <laughs> Fuck it. All right, let's move on. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. A game based on a movie that did so well at the box office, it was for a long time considered uh, one of the uh, worst, biggest bombs in Hollywood history. <laughs> it's a game based on the movie Cutthroat Island. So, uh, what is this game like? Well, it is a begins as a side-scrolling uh, uh, beat brawler, like beat-em-up, like a Final Fight you pick uh, either the woman or the man. So you pick Gina Davis or the other dude. Uh, and uh, Matt Modine. You have to fight. Uh, you get out of prison and uh, make your way to the, I guess the, the chief guard. After battling a bunch of uh, Captain Hook lookalikes, and uh, then you once you, if you can beat the the palace guard, which I couldn't, um, <laughs> in the first level. Then you get to go to a minecart level, and um, so I didn't. Uh, I couldn't make it that far in the game, and I watched a video of, of a poor bastard attempting to play through this thing. And um, <laughs> so you can get to the second stage with the minecart, and it is just like the Battle Toads um, uh, jet ski level, <laughs> surfing level, where you had to memorize every like opportunity to dodge there's no way to see it in advance there's no preview it's pure memorization it looks like it tells mm. you right here on this page it does top rock down tree tree rock big top enemy down rock top rock down tree top big enemy <laughs> down tree top rock rock big enemy down rock end yep you can use those crib and notes. right but and right beside that, it looks like you're. It looks like Bluto makes an appearance in this game, <laughs> and he chases you with a stone with a stone mallet. Mm -hmm. So if you uh, managed, apparently you can run over the smaller guys, but if you hit a fat guy, then uh, all bets are off and you die. So you die three right. times. There's no continues. You just start back at the beginning of the start screen. This looks like Monkey Island mixed with Out of This World. It kind of looks like uh, Aladdin. Uh, a bit. Yeah, it does look like same a similar animation, uh, not good play style. And one of the issues about the side-scrolling uh, beat 'em up uh, portions when you're fighting, when you're fighting the boss specifically, it locks you on the same um, z-axis, so you can't like avoid attacks. And then the first level, the guy has a freaking gun. So <laughs> good luck with unlimited well, ammunition. It's a great you have a great way to take away my ability to dodge and then put me in front of an enemy yep. with a gun. And you have you do not have a gun, and you have a sword. So guess how that's going to go. Not so great. So uh, think my they they go through the rest of the levels here, but by and large, this game is is hot garbage, and you should it should be avoided at all costs. <laughs> oh come on! How how bad can a game be when the bad guy is called Dog Brown? D a u g d a w g the, yeah. <laughs> Watch out for dog. Yeah. It's uh, Gina it. Davis, still hot. Yep. And I like the the uh, the name they picked for the uh, 
third level here, Spitalfield. <laughs> I have no idea what that's about. And then, uh, so the, the video I watched, the guy got to the carriage chase level, and um, <laughs> just like as soon as like the level starts, it just dies immediately. <laughs> and this is the start of the game. <laughs> so what the fuck? Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So it's a pitiful game. I have no idea how the movie is. I've never seen it. And uh, clearly not other, many people have either. But it's I actually saw it once. It, it does. She breaks a man's neck with one hand at one scene. Have you seen it? A long time ago. Good? Couldn't really tell you much about it. No, no, it really wasn't very good, but Gina Davis was badass. You said she breaks a guy's neck with one hand. Does she, like, slide it under her arm? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it just comes up behind him and snap and moves on. Oh. So, wow, that's pretty darn hot. Feels like this might be a, worth a YouTube watch of, like, best scenes. <laughs> so they follow up this Super Nintendo coverage with coverage of the Game Boy version, which I'm sure <laughs> redeems every quality for the Super Nintendo version. The series made by the same people uh, and has a purely... There's no not even a shading to the characters, just a white uh, paint, you know, Microsoft paint drawing of a character. She's a shirt and pants with hair. Yes. <laughs> and either a sword right. or a stick. You can't tell. And we get to see this bottom. If we look at this bottom, the bottom of the page, the second insert, mm -hmm. it looks like she's kneeling on the ground, like stabbing <laughs> upwards. Like she stabbed this guy in the balls. But then there's oh, this, oh, yeah. this thing she does that. where we can't tell if she's like... If that's her arm or just like a... Could be a leg. She's holding the sword yeah. with her foot. <laughs> she actually does this in this game, though. A video I watched, She one of her main moves was to grab the guy and knee him in the fucking balls. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Wow. It's awesome. Nice. Wait, so this game is real... This game is faithful to the movie. <laughs> that's right. And just as high quality. Yeah. Uh, wow. And then I see uh, we've got uh, a, a distant relative of Sean Connery in the bottom of page 31 here. <laughs> His son, John Connery. You're the man now, dog. Oh, you're the man now, you salty dog. Get it? Because the guy's name is Dog? Anyways. <laughs> you're the man dog, brown. <laughs> a dog, brown, a pirate of unspeakable cruelty... Dogs Morgan every step of the way through Jamaica and over the bounding main to Cutthroat Island. Wow, that's a mouthful. Okay, let's move right on and ditch that game. We've got the Power Players Arena with the horrible CGI graphic and uh, some challenges mm -hmm. in here for Madden 96. Super Mario Kart. And let's see here. This, so this month we're looking for the fastest times for Koopa Beach and the Star Cup circuit. And then they have, uh, oh, let's see here. They have questions for a Chrono Trigger. All right, Mike. You're up to bat. <laughs> How many can you do? Uh, name the dome where you find the hungry people. I believe that's the Eris Dome. What does the wallet item do? F I, I don't even remember this at all. The Zodiac Cape. I think you find that in the... Uh, in the castle where Cyrus's ghost is, name Ayla's village. Oh fuck you! 
And which rock allows you to execute the the Popo Zao dance? Uh, what do you pour on the grave in 81,000? I remember that. That's soda. And name the town where you find the Black Rock. Uh, I don't know. That would be uh, the Lost oh, Island, right? right? <laughs> Three for seven, and you call yourself an RPG fan. Yep. Wait, where's the wait? Are the are the answers somewhere here? Says the following issue. Uh, oh, you've been you you sneaked ahead of me. No. No. He no. An, you answered three of them. He said. Oh. He said you get them right. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. You could tell me anything. Santa Claus is Isla's village. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So I want okay. I want to point out here uh, uh, Doom uh, times. So best one hundred percent times for episode one. Uh, Eric Chan from Yorktown Heights, New York. Got one minute thirty five seconds, and then uh, what? I see one minute fifty five seconds. Oh, okay. It's I didn't zoom in to a microscopic level, uh, and then Doom <laughs> for episode two. Oh, fuck me for paying attention. From Jeremy Jawowski of Riverside, California, made it through. He actually tied with the second the person below him uh, for two minutes forty five seconds, along with David Ortega. So a different Nick. From your nick of the from your nick of the woods, or the desert, there are no woods in Arizona, are there? Yeah, there are. Okay, just not in Phoenix. <laughs> we have mountains and shit, you know. It's not <laughs> like a big flat like Sahara Desert like I imagined before I moved here. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it's like Tatooine, right? That's what a desert's like. No, it's like yeah, we, yeah get, we, we get to see the twin suns and it's like dirt and cactuses. Bushes. They, they 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 farm water out there in the desert, right? With those moisture evaporators. Mm, that's what I do for a living. <laughs> you don't want to know where the moisture comes from. <laughs> where it channels down. You don't. You don't want to know. Like I said, <laughs> let's just say the sewage treatment plant is over for business. <laughs> Oh my god, we got a guy from for, uh, the Donkey Kong land. His name is Mike Bogenschutz. Mm. Very nice. Oh my god, oh, for Yoshi's Island, from West, from, West from Westchester, Pennsylvania, we got Brian Underwood and his cat. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Okay. Uh, that cat's dead now. <laughs> Oh, it's <laughs> so dark. Bring me down. <laughs> oh, that cat's dead now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, let's dig in through the next section here. Uh, Super Mario Kart. Hmm, never heard of this game. Didn't we cover? Yeah, didn't we cover this? Mm. Oh, I guess not. It's almost like. Uh, they had no games coming out uh, this year because they're getting ready for the N64 and they were like what are some games people like uh, that we uh, haven't featured in a while oh I know let's go back and talk about a game that was released in 1993 oh now I see what now I see where they're talking about it yeah because it just it just came out for the X-Band network oh I so see. now you can raise people on it for only $20 
and then a bunch of uh, one month of unlimited connections. I can't believe they fucking charged you per connection. Nickel and diming motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't last for who the hell? Who the hell thought that was a good idea and didn't get th- and didn't get jeered out of the room in a hail of rolled up b- paper and, p- and, pen- and staplers and shit? I thought they could get away with that shit after phone calls have been, you know, every long distance call had to be charged and quarters of the arcade. You know? Yeah, how about we apply this model to the internet and just be totally hostile to our customers? There you go. All right. So they're just telling us about uh, everything we already know about the game, about uh, different items, different characters. Um, I don't think it's worth us going through it much unless you want to talk about the illustrations. They're oh, cute. yeah, absolutely. Ex- the ex- Lakito <laughs> is giving, giving it good to the cloud in uh, page 35 there. Yeah. They both seem very happy about it. And Toad, is apparently, and Toad is apparently sick because now he's turned purple. He's the poison mushroom now. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Mario eats him, he'll die. That's his natural defense mechanism after Mario won't stop massacring his people. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like. remember that episode of the Smurfs where they turn purple and they bite each other? Like zombies? Yeah. I do not. You're kidding. Did you know that that was actually the other way around? That uh, the zombie movie Day of the Dead was kind of based on the Smurfs, because in the comics, they uh, they turned black, and they would and the uh, the comic uh, nearly ended with like them swarming in on Papa Smurf's house, and he had to fend them off. And then four years after that, Night of the Living Dead came out, in which the infected storm a house. And a guy has to fend them off. So basically, we owe everything to a ripoff of a Smurfs comic. Nice. But in the cartoon, they made it purple because I guess it would be easier to animate, and they probably didn't want to make people think that ooh, turning black is, you know, a bad thing. <laughs> or they thought that mm. well, if they turn black, then we'd have to like have them laying cardboard on the street and break dancing, and we can't have that in the cartoon. Have you heard about the whole um, debate as to whether the, the mushroom on Toad's head is actually part of his head or if it's a hat? I've seen it. We've seen them take it off before. It's a hat. Uh, no. Wait, Apparently what? that's not canon. Um, the creator of Kirby, um, what's his name? Iwata? Uh, no, different guy. Sorry, different guy. He answered about it in a, late, in a recent interview, and he said that uh, Kirby's hat is in fact part of his head and not a hat. But I remember watching the Super Mario cartoon and like I think there was a time or two when Toad took off his not canon. His thing and like motherfucker. Not canon. Wipe that from your memory banks. All right. Uh, I like the picture of uh, what I like to wipe from my memory is every time he talks in the friggin' games. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like uh, Charles <laughs> Martinet? Charles Martinet, he did the voice of the uh, the Toads as well as Mario. Oh, in the cartoon? No, in the games. Whenever you talk to a Toad, and they're like, okay. Yeah, he does like every single voice, except he for like does the women. Well. Yeah, they yeah, have someone else do the women. But yeah. Wow, what a what a guy. Yep. What a talent. National mm-hmm. treasure. Pa- <laughs> page thirty-nine. I love this photo. This illustration of Mario getting pulled out of the drink. And there's just like water flowing out from under his go kart. 
He looks so sad. <laughs> he does he's, look so he's sad. Look at Lakitu and he's like pissed. He's having to pull him out. Yeah, fucking do it again. I, I, I told you not to go drinking, but look what you have. You said you could handle it. Mm-hmm. You said you were good. All right. Yeah, he does look a little bitter there. Oh, and then we've got some shitty pictures talking about <laughs> DigiPen. <laughs> it's like if someone took the Game Boy camera and, and then, then shot a picture of someone through smoke glass. Someone took a picture of someone taking a picture using the Game Boy camera. <laughs> and it's then put that on. Witness protection yeah. program uh, ID cards. Mm-hmm. Uh. And what is this? This well, is DigiPen. So I guess that's the uh, the school for game designers. It's yeah, a two-year, right. six-semester program where you're a gamer, where students will learn the basics of game creation in their first year, along with high-level programming. They will also study computer math, computer environments, computer operating systems, and the principles of computer graphics. And they will also be kept up for 18-hour workdays. And no weekends to satisfy crunch time. Mm-hmm. Also, the way paid as close to minimum wage as possible, but with the promise of free Mountain Dew <laughs> pizza. Yeah. So congratulations, you and, daring. And that they're, <laughs> and that it's okay because their their biggest gain is experience. All right. First up, we've got yeah. Ryan H. Word. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what up, my Higgins? <laughs> <laughs> he went there. Or as everyone, or as everyone around the place calls him Higga. Of course, please. he fucking went there. It's Mike. As everyone calls him Higga, please. Twenty-one-year-old <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryan Higga from. Up no, we're not going to read this whole thing. Don't read this whole thing. No, we're not reading about these guys. These guys are in school here. I just want to go with their pictures real quick. <laughs> One of them looks like uh, Harold from Harold and Kumar with a goatee, and the other guy looks like Dante from Clerks. I was going to say Mark Vaughn looks like Julian with uh, from Trailer Park Boys. The photo's a bit dark, well, they're pretty, but they're pretty much the same guy, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> and then yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Josh Brown got the wife beater on. With some yeah. hipster stash. Bit of a '70s Daniel Stern, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it talks about uh, some of their uh, shitty games they put together. One's called Fearless. Another one's called Redshift. We like red shit. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a Command and Conquer ripoff. Huzzah! And then what else we have? Oh, that's pretty much it. They're just talking about that game that you'll never get to play because it was a student project. It's if you like the, that's if right. you like this game, you'll love Command and Conquer and or Starcraft. <laughs> All right. Uh, when do we want to call the middle of this thing since we had the uh, players poll? Well, there's 117 pages, so I guess like seven pages after here. Okay. Like, well, when we're done with 3D Tetris. Let's finish out 3D Tetris. All right. So, what do you think of when you think of the phrase 3D Tetris? What goes through your mind, gentlemen? Uh, it's like difficult beyond the fun of challenging. Do you maybe imagine, imagine hey, like, uh, just like Tetris, but with like 3D graphics, perhaps? That would be nice. Wouldn't it? Yeah, the, that, would, that would be ideal. It turns out they did make a game like that for Japan only. It's called like V-Tetris. 
But instead of that, America and Canada got this shitbox, which is called 3D Tetris. <laughs> so rather than the joy of watching blocks fall down in a nice 3D shape, you know, in front of you in a flat pane, they thought, you know what? Let's add another dimension to this and make you force you to look at this thing from top down. So you have this sort of uh, box that you're looking in from a, at the top, and you're watching uh, these these blocks, traditional Tetris blocks, fall down at an incredibly slow pace, um, with little dots to indicate where they're going to be. And each one of these bricks has a personality associated with it, and you can see some of these things. So this guy on page, bottom page 44 is obviously a block. He's telling you he's up next. And then you look at the sad uh, face on page 45. It uh, That's another block of some kind. So it, uh, the, the box that you're looking at that contains these things in it, it kind of just moves around constantly. So you, you don't have a really a good way to control like kind of what you're looking at from a camera perspective. It's just kind of constantly tilting. You can press like select to freeze it in one spot, but that's about it. Oh, nice. And because it's, it's uh, confusing enough, you can also see a standard version of, of uh, Tetris. If you look on the right side of a screenshot, you'll see kind of like uh, five squares with these dots placed in it to give you an example of how things are going to be stacked uh, um, horizontally in layers. Ugh. Yeah, that sounds agonizing. Yeah, so... Uh, That's a, a fucking stock in Advil or something, man. <laughs> and then, on, so, because this isn't good enough, they decided to also add, um, hey, wouldn't it be nice, instead of just a puzzle game, let's also make it a building game. So we're going to challenge the players in a different mode um, to actually build something that is supposed to be a uh, drawing, essentially. So you make a 3D drawing using these blo these blocks and um, I guess show it off to yourself? I, I don't understand. Wow, because <laughs> when I play Tetris game, I just think of making shapes and, mm -hmm. and, and showing them off to my friends. Yep. Instead of actually playing a game about falling blocks. Yep, you could uh, take haul your virtual boy around and you <laughs> strap you it to someone else's face. On, you yeah, have it, to plant it, it on people's heads, kind of like the uh, <laughs> like a really like friend. a really dorky game version of They Live. Here, put this on. No, I don't want to. Uh, no, no, trust me, man. Put it on. Fuck you. I'm not going to do it. And then if you really want to, um, you know, get the money shot here, if you take a look on page 46. They're simulating reverse Jenga here, and it's called a center fill, where essentially you get that <laughs> long, thin pipe and you stick it right through the middle of three layers of bricks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does it explode afterwards, or thank you, or do you light a cigarette? What, 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 what goes on? I, I wish that was the case. You get to see the happy look on the, on the pieces' faces in the bottom left. Look how happy that guy looks. Feel me! Hey, it does look very happy. Feel my center! Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So... Uh, did you see that great, uh... That great picture of Wednesday Adams? Excuse me? And, uh... Well, we're talking about Tetris. There was a uh, picture on the internet of... <laughs> what? Of 
yeah. of Wednesday Addams. Point A, point B. Yeah. Well, Makes sense. So, <laughs> what, did we skip Tetris? I spaced out for a second. Did we talk about the next game? Why are, are we you talking, talking about, about Wednesday Addams? We're talking about Tetris. Because, <laughs> because she mentioned Tetris. Okay. She said in the, in the I think picture, you just wanted an excuse says, to talk about Wednesday Addams again. Well, Christina Ricci, come on. But anyway, it showed a picture of Wednesday Addams, and it said, uh, I played Tetris once. It taught me when you try to fit in, you'll disappear. So... I like that as a great, like the, the like, that it's a big philosophical message that Tetris is delivering to us. Mm, yes, it's mm. a it's a it's a it's a social commentary delivered from beyond the the so beyond the uh, the Iron Curtain. Very good. All right, um, the next section we can just burn through right here. It's an interview with Ken Griffey Jr., which we're not going to read. So that's <laughs> I play baseball. I made a game. Do you like the? There is one question though uh, that I appreciated the answer oh, yeah? to. They uh, said, "Ken, how old are you? How much longer would you like to play?" His response was, "I am 26, and I would like to play until they tear the uniform off me, like my dad." Oh, oh, here's one. Here's a question they asked: Who was your other favorite player? Who was your favorite player in the majors? And he responded, "Kirby Puckett." Ah, wife beater. They said, what is your favorite Nintendo game? He says, Killer Instinct. And his favorite character is Glacius. That's interesting. Uh, and they asked him, of course, about his game. And uh, they asked him about the team and how much he likes Nintendo and all that good stuff. So that's the interview. And they show some screenshots of here. He's doing some motion capture, it looks like. Uh, with Angel Studios, who does the 3D for Lawnmower Man. And you can see Ken Griffey Jr. awkwardly wearing some wired wrist gauntlets and swinging a bat with a whole bunch of wires on them, which I'm sure will make it into a lifelike uh, Super Nintendo game. So there you go. And then there is... What is this? Super Mario World? Yoshi's Most Wanted, but... It, I don't know what the fuck this is. It says we take a look at the rogues gallery, but it doesn't announce any of the villains, any of their weaknesses, nothing. It just says we've provided local authorities with the information we have on them and a list of tips and tricks for defeating them. Pull out, oh, so pull out this poster. So it's on the back end of the uh, the pull out poster, which I didn't get in my scan. Yeah, I missed it. If you go a few pages on, they, they go oh, into detail on the oh, back, guys. Okay. Yeah, so after... The Epic Center, which is... So they spent a page, you know, warning us about the fold-up that's coming up, rather than just, you know, mm-hmm. we'll get to it as we read the magazine, so great job. All right, well, this feels like a good that's place right. to uh, take a break here and call it for the first half. And my goodness, it's been a long half, first half here. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I want to thank you for sticking out for us. Anyone that's still listening at this point in the podcast, uh, brave souls that you are. Uh, thank you for listening. We salute you. Yes. And uh, if you want to find more about me, Ben, you can find my own podcast, facebook.com slash repeat one podcast. It's a short music podcast. Uh, it's good stuff. Mike, what do you got? I got the Playing With Power podcast at uh, facebook.com. Wait. Do you do? But did I, I just announce, but did I just plug this show? Fuck Holy me. Holy shit. I'm tired. You got another podcast <laughs> okay, the I got same the name? Green, I got the <laughs> Blew my mind. I got the yeah, graveyard you know, shift at Mike, Facebook. Talk. Mike's not. 
Mike's not really good at researching uh, podcast names, so he, he might not have thought to look to see if that one would take it. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> you check the SEO before you made another podcast called Flame of Power. <laughs> okay, I've got the graveyard shift at facebook.com slash the graveyard shift pod, as well as on the... What the fuck is my phone doing? Why is it printing out what I'm saying? No, I don't want to look for the graveyard shift, you son of a bitch. I'll speak for Mike. He's on the graveyard shift podcast uh, with Sheldon and Mike. Just search for that on Facebook or iTunes. Uh, they have their own Patreon and all that good shit. If you, or just talk about it, and apparently your phone will look for it itself. And if you want to find more about us, reach out and touch us. Facebook.com slash playing with power podcast. And of course, well, also we're bringing back Technobabble, my sci-fi, my science reality podcast, where we talk about uh, technology and shit like that. We're going to be uh, first. We're going to be revi- uh, airing the original fifteen episodes, the archive, just to get that in order, and then we'll be uh, putting out new episodes. So you can check that out. Geek Fallout Productions is the name of the Facebook feed, and the name of the Facebook page, and the feed. But uh, Technobabble will be the main show on it. All the other shows have been uh, not made anymore. But the archive is there if you want to hear a bunch of people that aren't me talking about stuff that isn't Technobabble or Nintendo Power or horror movies. Why would you want that? (laughs) Eh, I don't know. I guess like some people got way too much time on their hands. Very good. Anyways, Ivan, can anyone get a hold of you? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook. You can hear me on the taste test if you would like to hear me in another venue. Or Mike and Brandon and I review games, usually NES games. That's about it. That's on the same feed as Playing With Power. All right. Right. Thank you again for for coming on, Ivan. Much appreciated. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And now you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. I got great tits too, you know.